Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On Monday, an ex-U.S. ambassador was charged with being a spy for Cuba for over 40 years. An ambassador is wholly different in terms of what the damage maybe could be the worst ever. What kind of damage could he have caused in all that time? And what makes people become foreign agents in the first place? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Victor Manuel Rocha has been charged with working as a foreign agent to Cuba since 1981. In his time working for the United States government, he served as the ambassador to Bolivia from 1999 to 2002 and was a member of the National Security Council, among many other roles, in his decades of employment. And according to Michael McDaniel, a tenured professor of constitutional law at Cooley Law School, as well as a retired brigadier general, this isn't the first time a member of the United States government has been caught leaking classified information. I mean, the two you always use for uh, comparison is the FBI agent Robert Hansen, who spied for the Soviets and then the Russians for almost 20 years in exchange for like one and a half million dollars in cash and diamonds, as it's always said. That was considered pretty bad. There was known U.S. agents within the Soviet Russian governments that were compromised, dozens of agents, and then at least three were killed. The other guy, of course, that always comes to mind is Aldrich Ames, who worked for the CIA, and he sort of recruited himself to the Russians for about 10 years, passing documents, some of which uh, were believed to be some nuclear secrets as well. And he made even more money than Hansen. He came in at around $2.7 million. Those two previous high-profile cases cost America not just classified information, but even lives. And yet, Professor McDaniel believes the Rocha case has the potential to have caused much more damage. In both of those cases, Brian, those are kind of low-level guys. They're in there and they have access to all kinds of documents. But an ambassador is wholly different in terms of what the damage may be, could be the worst ever for two reasons. First is because of his high rank. And secondly, because of the longevity. For almost 40 years, they've groomed him. And when you think about it, I mean, 
a U.S. ambassador, you know, it's a career foreign service officer. And when you think about how he's growing and, and ascending within the State Department, you know, he is maintaining this persona. And so now he's he's in Bolivia and he's the head of the embassy there. Embassy is like a miniature version of the federal government, a foreign country. You know, it's like any federal agencies that have to do any sort of business in that area in South America and go through that embassy. So whether it's Commerce, Agriculture, Justice Department, Defense Department, they're going to all go through the ambassadors uh, there at that point. You wonder whether or not having that sort of stature and being able to make those kind of statements, not only was he was doing much more than providing documents. The suggestion is, I think, that he was actually engaged in affecting and influencing policy between South American nations themselves, as well as different South American nations and the United States. Victor Manuel Rocha was born in Colombia, but was raised in New York. He has degrees from Harvard, Yale, and Georgetown. So why would someone who lived the majority of their lives in America and benefited from its systems turn traitor? What makes somebody become a spy? So one of the acronyms that we use at the museum just to help the public understand this is what's called MICE, M-I-C-E. So one way is money. You've heard the phrase, everybody's got a price. Uh, another one's ideology, especially during the Cold War. If someone was a committed communist, they weren't really in it for the money. They were doing it because they believed in the cause. Then you have coercion. So this is something you see quite often in the movies. We've got these photos of you doing something that you really, really, really want to keep secret. And if you don't do what we tell you, we're going to send these to all your family. And then the final one is ego. You know, some people are just very psychologically flawed. Quite often there's there's something that goes back to childhood. There's some kind of ego thing going on where they have to be the smartest person in the room or they weren't promoted enough. So they're like PO'd about, you know, not getting to where they believe they should be. That was Andrew Hammond, a historian and curator at the International Spy Museum in Washington, D.C., and he adds that in Rocha's case, it may have been an ideological reason. We don't know a ton about this at the moment, but having read through the affidavit, it sounds like, at least in his language, it sounds like there was a degree of ideology there. He called Fidel Castro commandante. He would refer refer to the Cuban intelligence officers as compañeros. He called the U.S. the enemy, things like that. So it seems like he gave an oath saying that he was going to protect and defend the Constitution and so forth. But on the other hand, actually, he he didn't believe in America. Well, I'm glad you wrapped back around to that because I read the article, the breakdown by the BBC about how it kind of transpired. And it sounds like there was an effort counterintelligence wise to try and expose him, almost like a counter spy, and pretended to be a Cuban agent to get him to admit to all this. And like, how do you battle espionage? This one's a classic sting case, right? It's someone goes undercover. Quite often, you know, you know someone's a spy, but the FBI are the people that need to prove that. So you need to build up a case. So if you can get someone on the record to essentially like make their own, their own noose uh, just by what they're going to say. I think that that's, that's a classic way to do it. So, okay, we know it's the case, but we need to make a legal case. So let's try to get information that can help us make that case. So if you can get someone to open up, talk about the US as the enemy, talk about Fidel Castro, talk about 
compañeros refer to we when you're speaking about Cuba and Cuban intelligence, then, you know, essentially you've, you've, you've got them dead to rights. One big question remains, however. How does Rocha and other spies evade detection? It's a combination of factors depending on the individual case. So it could be how skilled are they at covering their tracks? How good were the organization that they worked for at conducting counterintelligence, at uh, looking for security threats within their own organization? Are people speaking to each other? Different agencies, are they talking to each other and so forth? So, you know, you can imagine this, the, the, the size of the, of the U.S. government and then the size of the intelligence community. So there's lots of different factors at play. Another way Rocha could have evaded detection for all these years is if the people in charge stopped doing their due diligence. Here's Professor McDaniel again. He also had to maintain a top secret or above top secret classification for 40 years to be a foreign service officer with that kind of responsibility. And, you know, you're supposed to be reinvestigated every five years. And the State Department, and I'm not bashing the State Department, but the State Department does their own investigations. And they've been criticized for, one, sometimes the investigation and adjudication of potential Foreign Service officers taking a long time. But they've also been criticized by denying somewhere around 1% of less or less of all the applications that come before them. So there's a, a tightrope that they're caught on here trying to balance those two interests. So in the back of my mind, I have this question about the degree to which Ambassador Roca's top secret and above clearance was reinvestigated every five years. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When people think of spies and espionage, they probably think James Bond and his many action-filled capers. But the reality is a lot less exciting and a lot more stressful. Back to Andrew. 
you have the professional intelligence officers. Sure, they travel to different countries. They may learn different languages. They may have to learn different cultures so that they can blend into the particular country that they go to. But they're not, generally speaking, doing the types of things you see in the James Bond movies where they're sitting drinking <laughs> martinis and gambling all night long and smoking 60 cigarettes a day. And that's really not the norm. And for the spies, the people who are stealing the information, quite often it's a type of like constant stress, constantly looking over your shoulder you're always waiting on the penny dropping imagine you're a spy brian uh, you've got the people that you're working beside what if uh, the organization that you work for your friends your colleagues what if they finger you or what about the other side someone from the other side defects over to your side and then they say oh by the way that guy brian just so you know he's a spy <laughs> there's always this ongoing sense of when is the penny going to drop when am i going to be caught so it can be incredibly stressful on top of all that stress, rather than actually traveling the world and meeting people, most of the actual information gathering is done through analysis. Let's go back to Professor McDaniel one last time. The reality is that it is 90 to 95% analysis, that you're not meeting with individuals out on the street and passing information, that some of our best work is being done, as I said before, from signals intelligence. What we can gather with our own satellites uh, and what we can uh, sort of piggyback onto other systems. When you think about it, probably 80 to 90 percent of all the Internet traffic in the world, no matter where it is going, even if it's going from Europe to Africa, for example, is going to go through the United States. Why? Because you're going to because that Internet signal goes wherever you've got the fastest connection. And some of those fastest connections might be um, from Europe to the United States or from South America to the United States and then onwards. And we tap into those signals to a large extent, which obviously is, is secret. So why do people become spies? Well, the reasons vary from person to person. But Victor Manuel Rocha may go down as the highest profile example of a foreign agent in U.S. history. Thanks to Professor Mike McDaniel and Andrew Hammond for lending their expertise to this episode. And as always, this podcast wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.